Hola. Hey. Hola, ¿cómo está mi amigo? Muy bien. Hey, do? Is that even? No, that's French, isn't it? No, no, you're right. You, I was you, right. Hey, yeah, yeah, I picked yeah, something yeah. up. <laughs> that's all i got that's all the spanish i've got for you i'm sorry <laughs> it was cancun it wasn't like deep mexico so you don't really get that kind of culture everybody just speaks english mostly <laughs> Man, was how, was your trip? how was your trip <laughs> amazing it was amazing like i want to go back already we had a fucking man. blast man i see you got a little tan I was going to say, do I look more tan? Because I feel like I didn't get any. I was look, out in the sun the whole time, but like I feel the same. You look more gold. Gold? Yeah. I'll take um, gold. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're well, already pretty light to begin with. Yeah, for better or for worse, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> the light skin gets me out of trouble sometimes and into trouble other times. So you never know. It's a crapshoot. A crapshoot. Mm. But how have you been? We're back. We missed a week for the first time in over a year. So. Man, Man, it's been Let's a couple tell them weeks. Why I you. missed the week. All right, all right, y'all. So we <laughs> missed the week because um, I fired up my laptop and I realized I've been watching a little too much porn. I knew it. And so what happens when that happens is you get a a, a virus like Corona, like Corona. Yes. Mm. And so my my computer caught the Rona and uh, <laughs> had to isolate my computer elsewhere from me. Total meltdown. And, uh, I think your laptop had SARS. Remember stars? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think that's what it had. Oh, because it's, it's all too shit. many stars. Ah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know you're trying to play it off like it wasn't like a Pornhub thing. I know exactly <laughs> what that what that virus does. I've seen it. Was, it. it was actually OnlyFans. All right, if we're being oh, honest, <laughs> OnlyFans. Okay, that's like that's like the new age. So I'll give you I'll give you some credit for that. It's all right. That's all right. We like we said, it's been over a year without missing a beat. So. Hey, one week vacation for both of us. Refresh, kind of get mm-hmm. the energy charged back up. And man, plenty to fucking talk about. That's for damn sure. But hell yeah. Oh, we missed um, these people, man. We missed the, the show. Missed all you guys. So we're glad you're back and giving us another chance, even though we missed a week. So thank you for that. Gracias. Gracias. Yeah, it might be a little Spanish in this. Uh, got a little flavor going on in this one. I can uh, get into my vacation. I won't get into I took a lot of notes for this because I was like, I want to remember most of this and i know if i leave it just to my own memory plus all the tequila mas tequila it Ooh. wasn't gonna happen i wouldn't be able to tell you anything about the trip so i'll I'll give you the highlights uh just for the fans because a lot of I, I would i told rach a lot of tiny little miracles happened on the way to cancun which i had to write down because i'm like this is just fucking weird so for, for those of you who didn't know again i went to cancun because my wife and i celebrated our 10-year wedding anniversary can't believe it. Already 10 years in the books there. Like I said, 13 years together, almost 14 years together. And she brought up a really good point. We hadn't really taken a vacation to just the two of us in years. Mm-hmm. And it's it's crazy how like it just kind of flies by when you don't think about it. So, yeah, I, we had a, a honeymoon in Puerto Rico like a year after we got married. And other than like maybe a Vegas trip a couple years after that and a lot of family trips, not a lot of one-on-one, just get away from everything kind of trips. So that was much needed, mucho needed. <laughs> but a little, a little little miracles. Oh my god! So we had to stop in in Chicago as because we had a really early flight um, this past Wednesday morning. So Tuesday we stayed in Chicago, just a little airport, Holiday Inn, whatever. And we knew like, hey, you're gonna get a shuttle. Uh, bright and early in the morning, they had a twenty-four hour shuttle. So we said, we'll just do that. Wake up at like two in the morning. Hop on the shuttle, get to the airport, you know, three, four o'clock, slightly like six. Hey, we can probably make it work, you know, cool. 
So we get to the hotel in Chicago, and out of the gate, they say, like, oh, we just changed the shuttle rules and the hours. So now it's only, like, it stops at, like, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, and doesn't start up to, like, 7. We're like, so our flight leaves at 6, so what are you going to do? Because we kind of need a shuttle be 24 hours. That's what we even booked the fucking thing for. So that shit was crazy. And, you know, we didn't give too much of a fuss about it. But Rachel kind of worked with the with the, uh, the concierge and concierge hooked it up for us. And they're like, you know what? Hey, we got this dude we used to work with who's like a private driver. We'll hook you guys up 3 a.m. We'll get you a private shuttle to the airport. Don't even worry about it. We got you taken care of. It's like that. Oh. Cool. Small little miracle. That almost yeah. that almost derailed shit immediately. Cool. You know, we ended up at the hotel about, you know, five, six o'clock in the, in, at night, checked in, had a, a bar Louis location Ooh. down, you know, in the in the, the lobby and shit. So we're like, hey, we'll get some dinner, get some drinks. It was happy hour right away. So we're like, cool, fuck yeah. Fucking, we got blitzed at happy hour. Don't know how that happened. But um, had like the drinks that you could get to go. That was dope. So we took a few back oh. to the hotel room. <laughs> I was like, fuck oh. yeah, dude. This is turning out to be great. So fast forward, we get to the airport. And I said it before, and I'll say it again. Spirit Airlines is total trash. Total fucking trash. That's I why never it's so fucking cheap. It. It's so cheap, but again, they nickel and dime you wherever they can. All that to be said is, we really had no choice. It was the, the best flight time, best price, whatever. I'll deal with it again. So we get to the airport and shit, and the Spirit Airlines, like, the where you get your baggage ticket, and you get your, your boarding pass printed out. So you're supposed to, like, you know, Put your passport inside the machine and let it scan it so it can match it up with your boarding pass and put it out for you. Mm-hmm. Literally, they have like 20 of these terminals, and you just have to go to the terminal and get your tag before you take your check bag and put it on the little conveyor belt and shit. Literally, like 17 of the terminals, all the passport scanners don't work. What the fuck? And there's like mm, 70 of us in line. So we're waiting in one fucking long line to get to the scanners. None of the scanners work. So they got people doing like spot checks and saying like, oh, these two terminals work. Just use these. So we're like, okay. But now I have to get back in line just to get back to the terminals that do work because y'all didn't want to tell us at the end of the line that they don't work. Like, what the fuck? Mm. So that's fine. We Mm. do all that. We get one to work. Whatever. So then we get through all that shit. We get to our terminal. Chill out. There's a flight delay because, of course, there's a delay. Awesome. Now, keep in mind, we only had a one-hour layover in Dallas hooked up for that. So Chicago to Dallas, one hour in Dallas, and then on the plane to Cancun. Mm-hmm. So a delay can make you miss your fucking connecting flight. So I was yeah. like, oh, here we go again. And here's the thing. The delay was for lack of staffing. And I go, how do you have an international flight that doesn't have enough staff on it? What the fuck? So, holy fuck. The delay, only about 20 minutes. Okay, panic was fine. Cool. We're on the plane, getting down to Dallas, and we're, like, asking the cat, you know, the, the, uh, the flight attendants and all them, like, hey, you know, we have this one-hour layover. We're kind of running out of time. Because by the time, you know, Dallas is a big fucking airport. Yeah, yeah. So we're, like, we're going to have to run right across this fucking airport in probably, like, a 20-minute sprint just to get to the other side and shit. And so we're panicking. And it's not just us, too. A lot of people are trying to get that same flight to Cancun. So everybody's panicking and shit on the plane. And they're like, hey, uh, turns out this plane you're on is the plane to Cancun. Everybody's going to be fine. Like, oh, shit. What are the odds? What are the odds that it's the exact same plane? 
they're just picking up some extra people in Dallas and we're back on the road. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Another little miracle. Like, cool. So get to Dallas, chill out. And then we get back on the plane again. Another delay happens. And we go, what's going on now? Get this shit. The pilot for the, for the plane to Cancun. He was taking a shit? No, he didn't show up at all. They couldn't what? find him. They couldn't find him. I'm like, are you, you can't find him. So the dude comes on the, the radio and he's like, so I'm not your captain, guys. I'm actually the evaluator that was here to test the pilot that was supposed to take you to Cancun. But we can't find him. And I'm like, okay, so he, he failed that motherfucking test real fucking fast. He did not show up for a plane test. So he's like, we're, we're going to try to get you guys to Cancun. We're trying to find your pilot. We'll just sit tight, whatever. Like 25, 30 minutes goes by, and everybody's freaking out again. And the evaluator comes back on the radio and goes like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to fly you guys to Cancun. Let's go. Like, yes! <laughs> I'm like the evaluator. The evaluator gets to us. Like, oh my god! So he got us to Cancun, landed smooth. Like, oh my god! That's just again little fucking miracles. So get through customs, all that shit. Get to the hotel in Cancun. Everything's good. Like 80 degrees in Cancun, boy. Whole fucking Ooh. time, sunshine. Whole time. I was like, damn, fucking great. We get to our really nice hotel. And again, this is all-inclusive, baby. All-inclusive. Food, drinks, entertainment, all part of that price. You don't have to ask for nothing. So get to the hotel, banging hotel, beautiful place. And we get to, like, the, the front desk, and we're telling them, hey, you know, you got a reservation, cool. And they go, oh, you ordered a king bed, right? And they go, yeah, you know, it's our 10-year wedding anniversary. Need the king bed, brother. And they go, hey. oh, hey, well, you didn't get it. We have limited king beds, and we have to give you a double bed. And we're like, shit, like, bro, like, I can barely fit on a double bed. What? Big ass motherfucker. What? So like, like, dude. So again, we're being real cool, but Rach can tell, like, I was starting to boil a little bit. Like, it's our anniversary. We in Cancun. Don't do me like this. Yeah. Freaking concierge hooks it up again. She pulls, I think she pretty much pulled the king bed from somebody else. And like, because, and this is their talking Spanish behind here, but I can hear her saying words like anniversary or things like that. So I'm like, I think she's trying to make it work for us. Yeah. Hooks it up. We get the king bed with a beautiful view. Just gorgeous. The whole ocean in front of you. Oh, my goodness. So everything from that point on was gravy. Again, miracles to get us there. That was what I felt like. This is going to be a great-ass trip. And, boy, was it a great-ass trip. The music, unbelievable. We saw three shows. They were all dope between, like, trapeze artists and jazz musicians and fucking mm. cha-chas and just you know mexican music it was fantastic stuff they were doing some crazy some crazy shit mm. and then mm. once you get done with the show they're really i'd say for this hotel they're really good at streamlining your process so it's like you can do whatever you want but if you go to the show after it's over they go like hey we got a singer in the lobby bar why don't we all get up and go to the live bar and get some fucking drinks and hear this fucking singer they're like okay cool so they kind of usher you over to, to the lobby bar and they're just doling out drinks. Waitresses everywhere, doling out drinks. And there's just, we're just throwing them back, dude. Like we're going hot, fucking hard that first night. <laughs> and that shit was crazy. So first night was wildly successful. They're really good at like trying to push things on you. Sales, mm-hmm. excursions, yeah. merchandise, that kind of thing, which I get it. It's a business. Yeah. So Rachel was like, let's just go look at the excursions just to see what the price might be, what they offer. There's plenty to do in Cancun. Cool. So we end up hooking up this like six-hour boat cruise Ooh. the next day. And it takes you to this island. 
that's up that's different from Cancun. It's called Island Whereas, but it's about eh, maybe 45 minutes on the water to get to the place. So yeah. we're like, hey, you know, decent price. You can do you can scuba dive, you can do a lot of stuff with it. So we said, okay, cool, let's let's try that out. So second day happens and we get real on this excursion. And they get you on this shuttle about 20 minutes down the road, and you go to this yeah. other hotel that kind of hosts hosts the boating. That's why where all the docks are. So on the fucking shuttle, they're already handing out tequila shots. Right as soon as you get in. Oh. Tequila, tequila. I was like, oh, fuck. You know? Tequila, tequila. tequila. And that's, you know, that's the good shit. That's for the motherland, bro. So giving out tequila shots, we get to the boats and stuff. And, you know, really nice setup. There's about maybe 30, 40 of us on the boat. Big ass boat. And on the boat, same thing. Who needs a drink? Who needs a drink? They're just pouring drinks down your throat and throat. And I would say it was about three hours once you get to Island Whereas. Uh, you get about three hours on the island. Just do what you want. Go shopping, eat, whatever you want to do. And then you come back and meet them on the boat again. And they take you back. Cool. So on the island, whole other vibe too. Just, whew, the food was immaculate. We're going out there with just handmade margaritas. And we're Damn. going to the city and shit. And we're like looking at all like the cool shit. Now, here's the thing. And I'll, I'll say this is a little bit of a warning for anybody who goes out there. Even if the hotel was like a bunch of pushy salesmen, Island Whereas is where they are born. Because everywhere you go, there is someone with a handout like, hey, come see this. Hey, come do this show. Come to this place. Like, they are trying to get your money every five seconds. It is in your face. I thought Vegas was bad with that when they're just flapping the strip club flyers at you on the streets. Titties. 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 Yeah, titties. Yeah, it's the same subject. <laughs> Everybody wants to see titties. But here? The, no, man. It's every five seconds. They are at you. So we're, like, dodging people left and right. We go to a little store, get a few souvenirs for the kids, and my God. That dollar to peso conversion shit, I was messed up. I was like, oh, it's pesos. That's going to be super cheap compared to dollars. Mm, yeah, they marked the fuck out of that shit. So we got like a couple of little trinkets for the kids. Shit was like 50 bucks. I was like, what? What? Okay, fine. It, they already got my money. I'm already in here. Just for, I didn't want to worry about cash. Up. Yeah, yeah. So got done with the island again. We're just fucking hammered. <laughs> We're in the ocean just chilling and shit. You're back on the boat. That's when the video I sent you occurred. Which oh. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna post it on Instagram, I think. That's gonna be fun. Um it's gonna... Yeah, when you're getting teabagged. <laughs> I was not getting teabagged. <laughs> there is a difference between teabag and the guy slightly grazing the back of my head with his testicles while he's trying to pour a shot down my throat. That is not teabagging. That is just saying there's a difference. And you will see. Let the people know there is a difference. We'll post but a video yes, right here. We'll post a video right there. <laughs> but yes, the guy was like asking people about anniversaries and birthdays. Some girl got divorced right behind me and she was having a party for herself. And so the guy brought out the Jose Cuervo and started doing dances and shit and pouring Jose down everyone's throat. And I was like, hey, it's a fucking party. Didn't even care. Um, so Damn. that shit was nuts. Shots on the way home. And Ooh. then next day, I mean, we went to the pool side. Just we wanted to go to the pool bar and just chill the fuck out. All fucking day, just what we can do. Because, again, the drinks at the pool were fucking banging. And they had the whole thing surrounded by, like, food vendors and shit. So you're just, what you whatever, with pizza, burger, sushi, whatever you need. It's all there. You just go and get mm. it. Cool. So at the pool, dope-ass vibe, good tunes. They started playing games and shit, like bingo. They had a fucking bags tourney. I didn't want to play that shit because I was already fucked up. But they had a push-up competition, too. And I was like, this is where Ryan would have shined. <laughs> It wasn't even like how many push-ups you can do. It was like an endurance test. So it was like staying in the down position on a push-up and then oh. staying up or in the middle yeah. or a Superman pose or yeah. one hand in the air. So it's like 
if you fall on the ground, then you're out. So it's like elimination style. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that shit got pretty lit though, because you had like half Americans, half Latin Americans. They're going all you know facing off. America lost. Sorry, you guys. We're, we're rooting hard for them, but America lost. <laughs> it was down to the two Latinos, and it was a it was a great fucking time there. And this is where I got completely blacked out because Rachel had to tell me all the details about that day. And she said, apparently, I got so drunk that I went on an adventure trying to look for more drinks because you there's certain hours of the pool bar. I think they close at like six or something. So right. I guess I got real friendly with the pool uh, bartender. And I got like some drinks right at the end before he closed up. And I was like, yay. And I guess I got so excited about it that my ass slipped right into the pool. The drink was all over the place. Like I lost the drink immediately. So you fell in the pool. Yep. With the drink, <laughs> full drink, dunked right into the pool. Yep. That was me. And then she said I went to go look for more drinks while she was in the hot tub. And so I guess that means I went off. And it's a pretty big campus. Like It's like two hotels together and a yeah, big yeah. campus. So I'm walking around talking to people, and I run into this couple. This is me telling her the story. I ran into this couple who, uh, they're you know really nice people. And about two minutes later, they were walking out to the beach to get married. So I stopped a bride and groom from walking to their wedding because I wanted to <laughs> chat, because I wanted to cut it up with them. <laughs> like, hey, man. Hey, are you sure you want to do this? <laughs> You're going to ruin your fucking life. <laughs> I have no idea what I said to them. If they ever hear this shit, I am so sorry for getting in the way of that shit. Because it sounds like the music was playing for their walkout, and I was just sitting there chatting it up. Like, like uh, there's a delay of game. Right. <laughs> I was the delay of game. Yes. That was me. That was the me. fucking fucking pastor's like, they're supposed to be here. What the fuck? <laughs> You're just fucking talking to your ass. All my fault. About you guys want to be I... a guest on our show? Right. Tell me about why you guys are getting married. <laughs> I probably wasn't even coherent on what I was even talking about to them. Just like, hey, what y'all doing after this? What y'all doing? Y'all go to the bar? Let's go to the bar. But they're like, no, we got to go, bro. Like, so I was that guy. I was that guy. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know the rest of the night. However, we woke up the next day. There was room service in our room that we did not eat. Like three fucking full plates of it. And I was butt-ass naked. That's a good thing. That's a good thing, except for the fact that I know I didn't get any because I was already passed out. But two, does that mean that I got the room service butt-ass naked? <laughs> there is a very real possibility of that. It's like a 70-30 possibility that I was ass naked. And um, Getting a burger. You probably answered the door butt-ass naked. And That's what I'm it. thinking. Just, here you go. Hands on your hips. Right? You can leave it right here, ladies. Actually, bring it in. Yep, yep. Stop, stop, stop. Back it up, back it up. There you go. There you go. See, (laughs) I think that might have happened, but I was too afraid to ask housekeeping if that happened. So, again, if they hear this, I am so sorry. I don't remember that shit. I was not. This was not me. That was L Siege. (laughs) (laughs) They're they're actually going to say sorry to you because they posted on their OnlyFans, um, Big black eye orders room service naked. And they were recording <laughs> the whole fucking time. If that's the case, I want my cut. Thank you. <laughs> that is gold, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, rest of the trip was fine. Saturday, I was too fucking hungover after that night to do anything. I didn't rally until like 6 p.m., which is fine because we had a really beautiful dinner. We had a reservation. Excellent dinner. We tried everything from octopus to escargot. Nice. Yeah, man. I, I had tequila that had a scorpion in the bottle, bro. Like nice. I was on that I was on that venom 
this that that week. So, you know? so, so shit I grew up eating, you, you finally it, tried. <laughs> I finally tried it. I know. I got a little world culture finally, you know? So, I mean, it was fine. I mean, the octopus was a little too chewy for my taste. I don't think I eat that again. How was it prepared? Uh, like grilled. So it was like grilled octopus? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's a little, okay. little chewy, a little too chewy for my taste. Escargot was all right, kind of flavorless, but you know, it's fine. But the tequila was great. So I'll put it that way. But <laughs> that shit, that shit was nice. And then Sunday we left, and shit was raining all fucking day. So it was just like you know, there was a good day to go. We just hung out, had a couple of drinks, had a Mexican coffee where they did like some flame shit and some silver bowls and mixed some liqueur and tequila with some coffee. That shit was banging though. Ooh. I was like, ooh, I need a couple of those. It's yeah. not, I, I was like, I'd make it at home, but I know I'd be the one to burn my fucking house down doing it. I know I would. That's a <laughs> lot of fire he was using. They're, they're experts, so I'll leave it to them. <laughs> but yeah, man, all in all, amazing fucking trip. All-inclusive is the new standard, 100%. If, if it ain't all-inclusive, don't even invite me. I'm just mm. I'm putting that out there. That's who I am now because that shit was amazing. All you had to do was a couple tips here and there, but your people found you. Your waitresses were like, oh, yeah, tequila across the room. They're like, we got you. It's like, man, I love that service. That's a that's Hell A1 yeah. shit. That's, A1 yes, shit. Yes. Woo. Only only bad thing was the salespeople because they were just like, every time they looked at you, like, oh, want to see a presentation? We'll give you free shit. And I'm like, no, bro. We talked to you five minutes ago. Like, stop coming up to us asking us that shit. But I get it. That's their business. Mm. One last note about just Cancun and flying in general. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just call it a PSA and get it out the way. Mm. Uh, here's a PSA. If you are flying and you are boarding a plane and you need to put your bag in the overhead bin, do that shit as quickly as fucking possible. Do not stand there rummaging through your bag for your earbuds or your books or your snacks while you're holding up the whole goddamn line. There are people waiting to get to their seats. We're all trying to get to where we're trying to go. Got crying babies they got to take care of. You were sitting in the terminal like the rest of us, for the last two hours. You could have had that shit ready to go, just mm-hmm. like I do. Put it in my pockets. Here's what I need for it. Boom. My bag is under the seat. I'm sitting down with the quickness. But if you are sitting there oblivious and you're getting shit out of your bag and we haven't even taken off yet, we should be allowed to put your ass in the overhead bin. So don't do that. Be cognizant of other people and do that shit when we're already in the air when the seatbelt sign is turned off. That's the PSA for all of you, and it's completed. <laughs> that shit is the fucking worst. I can't stand. Oh my or, god! You know what's worse? If you're the one sitting in the aisle seat. Oh. And they're doing it, it right is, in front of you, just right with the belly in your in your face, just like, excuse me, excuse me, I gotta get something, I gotta get something, like, bro, like I'm just sitting like this the whole time, cockhead, like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, just fucking mm. get over it, like, oh my god, dude, it's the absolute worst. <laughs> but yeah, man. So what did you do in the last couple of weeks? Oh man, so ooh. uh, me and uh, my little shorty, uh, the same one, uh, yeah, same one. I forgot yes. if I gave her a Pokemon name or not. I you forgot. never gave her a Pokemon name, I think Whatever. that was on purpose. She ain't gonna be a Pokemon, Whatever. that's good. I like it. She's special, my shorty, I guess. Yes, so uh, we had this little date set up on uh, what was it last Friday? Yeah, so we went to go sip wine and paint, right? I've done that, isn't that fun? Yeah, 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 all right, that's fun. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, we um we get there, boom, grab some drinks, get back to the table, sit down. What are you gonna paint? I don't know. What are you gonna paint? I ain't gonna tell you, but I know what I'm gonna paint. So we went up, grabbed our colors, came back, oh, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> and then by the end of it, 
she she came up with something. Okay. And at the end of it, they had this competition. If you would like to enter this competition to see who has the best drawing or painting, Ooh. you know what I'm saying? You get free yes. tickets to the next show. Absolutely. So she went up there and she presented him this. Oh, now, okay. That's not impressionist. I'm supposed to see a big black woman with an afro, right? That's exactly what you're supposed to see. Okay, because that could be one of those things where it's like I see that, but it's actually like two cats kissing or something. Yeah, just, yeah, 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 just, yeah. You know what I mean? Two okay, horses cool. with right. Yeah, yeah. You're supposed to, the shit. first thing you see is what's in your brain. Okay, just making sure. That's for exactly those for those who can't see this and that are listening to us on Spotify, first of all, we appreciate you. Mm. Uh, second of all, this is a picture of a beautiful black woman with an afro and a big black booty. That is excellent. That is excellent. Yeah, she she but, freehand uh, that. She freehanded this and she won first place. Damn, good for so her, we got, man. So we got tickets to the next show this week. Don't know if we're gonna go. Okay, okay. Um, yeah. That's so dope. I was saying, nice little date night. After Hell that, yeah. went out for some drinks, got drunk, mm-hmm. went back to the crib. Yeah. Next day. Uh huh. <laughs> next day. Next day. Uh, I, fuck, I forgot what happened. I feel like I was drunk all weekend. That's, that's a good <laughs> I swear, thing. There were so many events going on this weekend, man. But yeah, man. But yo, hey, check this out. So mm. we just had this talk recently. She was like, I feel like you're not telling me the truth. I'm oh, like, okay. She's like, she's like, yeah, you ain't been. I feel like you just been half-assing me. Wow. Like, and she was like, she was like, you don't talk to no hoes? I'm like, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it always comes back to this conversation. Every I time. Like, I was like, look, no. First, we was having this conversation in person. I'm That's like, a good thing. I'm like, yo, do you see the time? It's like 12. Right. You think I would come over here after a workout just to talk to you mm-hmm. if you was just another one of my hoes? Good point. Fair point. You're putting in the time. Like, like, can you can you actually think about what's happening and not what you think in your mind? Mm-hmm. And so we had wow. we had this conversation. And you know what? I ain't gonna lie. She is kind of right in the point. That not not about the hoes, no. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> but about the fact that I've been half-assing this shit, because honestly, um, I haven't. So what I do is like, I know how much I'm willing to give. You know of what course. I mean? I just gotta see if you the right one to give it to. You know what I mean? Because if I go ahead and just show you everything I gotta offer, type shit, right? And it's like, like you, if I show this to you now without knowing that you're worthy of it, then. Who are you to just walk away from it and you know what I'm saying? I'm here left with nothing type shit. Like I care too much. Right. Right. So I the fact that I care too much makes me not care at all in person because I don't want my what I'm given to go to waste. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You're a product of your past. That's literally where you get that shielding from. You don't give it all until it's sort of yeah, everything. Actually. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Sort of. In a way. Yeah. We've learned this about you is you know, you don't you're guarded. But you're trying to be different about that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And she called me out on it, and so mm. we talked about it. That's good. Yeah, and um, things are cool now, I guess. Um, I don't you guess. That. Yeah, we got a trip plan. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. that's a good thing. We got a trip plan. Where to? To the Caribbean. Oh, that's a pretty big fucking trip. Yeah, man. Wow. Going on a, cruise. Going on a cruise. cruise. Yeah, late in April. Nice. Yes, what, yes, around yes. around 420, I assume. Last week of April, so like the 29th. Ah, very close. close the week after. Close, I was close. gonna say, of course yeah. it is. Yeah. But it's gonna get celebrated. Don't even worry. Oh, I have no doubt, sir. I have no doubt. <laughs> but that is um yeah. 
that's good. There's nothing wrong with being guardian talking about it, as long as she's not like attacking you for it. So like, you know, yeah. it, there's some understanding to have. I mean, you guys you haven't been together that long, so you're just kind of getting to know each other, peeling off those little layers, emotional but, layers. Yeah, sir. yeah, 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 but, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I was thinking about? I know it is. Yeah, we <laughs> get your ass out the gutter, but yeah, man, that's all. I think it's all part of the game, you know. But again, I I think with time that next step comes that next layer gets peeled off and you kind of go you let yourself in a little bit more yeah 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 you know that's that's it just takes time dude can't rush that shit and as long as she's understanding and talking to you about it then that's all that matters that's that communication you're looking for that you've always said you're looking for so that's a good thing yeah yeah so we'll far. see how things go and uh yeah hopefully uh <laughs> hopefully i make it to the cruise <laughs> oh man i mean i like that it's a nice short-term no, goal no, no. benchmark yeah 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 <laughs> you know Cruise. I mean, shit. I've never been on a cruise either, man. That's like that's big. I ain't gonna lie. Like she be, she be thinking I'm on some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, come on. There's a little bit of your yeah. personality that's like you like to bullshit around, but like it's never like too serious where you're like just a bullshitter. Like it's part of the charm, you know. But yeah, yeah. yeah. But she, as long as she believes like, you about the real to shit. the point. That's the thing. Like when I'm talking to her, like for real. Like when I was over at her house and we we're having this whole conversation. Yeah. I was like, Look, listen. She was like, "See, I can't even tell if you're telling the truth. Mm. I think you're just lying." And I'm like, "Bro, wow. bro, wow. no smile on my face. Like I'm looking dead in your eyes, and right? Speaking in, you know what I'm saying, a calm tone. Like, what, what you think? Right? Like, that's tough, man. See, yeah. again, I've never had but, that problem because I this face doesn't lie. You can tell. Like, I'm too fucking. <laughs> I don't have that vibe about me. Like, but that's also why I, I had no hoes growing up so like no but then it's a two and two you know no see but then like i do that shit to myself though because i'm also the type to like joke at the worst moments ah that's so we'll be having a, we were having a conversation and she was talking about like she said something like giving me your all and i said pause <laughs> i said pause <laughs> oh my god and you know i'll do dumb ass shit like that so i mean i guess i do it to myself that's up. A- <laughs> But it's something you realize, and it's something you would work on for the right one. Something serious. I get get that. Can't give it all yet. Just inch by oh, let's see. I'm about to say inch by inch. And here we go. God damn it! He ain't gonna say inch by inch. I walked right into it. You know what? Play the music. I'm going with this shit. <laughs> I couldn't even stop myself. I couldn't even. I was like, wait till you finish this. I couldn't turn back. I couldn't swerve back, man. I couldn't swerve back. Oh, God. So rusty. Anyway. Welcome back, everyone. This is a great day to be alive. This man is having a good time. I am brown and tan, and you have tuned into Los Hermanos del Banco with your boys, Siege E. Rizzi's. That's a little bit more Spanish for you. Uh, we are back after a brief hiatus. Again, we appreciate your patience. Thank you for coming back and hanging out with your boys because we missed you very much. Even though I had a great fucking time, I still thought about the show constantly and what i wanted to do and talk about so you're always on my mind people always on my mind i uh, hope that you guys are having 
a great time listening to this. We will get into plenty of sports shit today because uh, we missed I mean, a pretty big game if you want to talk about Super Bowl, but we won't get into that since we're already week past. Yay, the Chiefs won. Yay, Mahomes has three rings. The dynasty is here. Taylor Swift cried. Great. Lovely <laughs> for Kansas City. Moving the fuck on. But the one thing about that Super Bowl I want to talk about even today because it's still relevant is Usher's halftime show. Mm. Usher's halftime show was divisive, to say mm. the least. To say mm. the least. There's a lot of opinions about it out there. We had a lot of opinions about it here watching the game uh, at my Super Bowl party. This man missed it. But there was a, a lot of discussion about that. I won't even get into the fact that he took his shirt off and my wife screamed a scream I've never heard her scream before. That oh. was interesting. I don't think she – that was like the Holy Ghost, like, escaped her mouth. It was like, that's, I was like, what What was that? <laughs> so and she was like, damn minute. <laughs> right. I was like, well, excuse you? Like, so, yeah, I'm pretty sure when he took his shirt off, a lot of dudes, a lot of dudes got that same, hey, what's good, text from the girl that they're trying to get at. Because Usher <laughs> set a lot of that off. I'm just saying. But I want to know your thoughts on the halftime show. I know you are a big R&B guy, big dance guy, Usher guy. So what did you really think? Because a lot of people were a little butthurt about it, and a lot of mm-hmm. people fucking loved it. So where do you stand? Listen, man. What the fuck? What the fuck is wrong with my camera, man? <laughs> All right, man. moisturizer, man. But <laughs> it can't pick a pore to focus in on, I'm telling you. I swear to God. What the fuck? Because what happens when you have no pores. See, I have all blackheads, so I can just pick one and go, I'm always in focus. Your ass is smooth like a G.I. Joe. So it has nowhere <laughs> to fucking point out a spot to focus on. I just think Nothing it's like to focus. We're just, okay, we're done. Fuck it. Right, it's just, here you go. <laughs> go on, though. <laughs> but, yo, so, first of all, you know how I told you I was supposed to go watch the game with my dad? Yes. So this dude left. He was like, um, I'm about to go watch the game over here. I'm like. <laughs> you were cramping his style? <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And I was like, okay, uh, whatever. Hey, that's cool. Bye. So I was like. You know what I'm saying? Hit one of my guys up. Oh, yeah, we're watching the game over here. Come by. Boom. Dang. So I went over there. Boom. And then we was lit as fuck. Nice. Lit nice. as fuck during Usher's concert, man. I mean, performance. Oh, yeah. Yo, listen. I don't know what the fuck people are watching, but that shit was gas. I thought that shit was straight <laughs> gas. Uh, My favorite part of the performance was when yes. he went behind Alicia Keys. Uh, of course it is. And poked her with that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody talked about that because his he was quite happy. And my thing is like, wouldn't you be? Who's gonna be hugging Alicia Keys behind and being sad about it? What what what, look like? Have you seen? Here's the thing. (laughs) Here's the thing. Like she's married to Swiss Beats. Oh, we know. And Swiss Beats didn't give a fuck. No, he said we're not about that shit. That's how Usher should be while performing. Yep, putting on a show. And that's exactly how Swiss Beats should be too. Because exactly. that's that's when you know, like, yep, trust. That's that's mine. Like, yep, I'm the only one hitting that yep. shit. Yep, that's me. Yeah, there's no threat, no threat yep. at all, none. So, um, but yeah, shout out to us, man. I thought he did his thing, mm. singing that's along to every song. I knew every song, word all of them. He had all, all the hits, man. All of them, man. So, but then look, like from his performance, this will always be a joke between me and my homies. Oh boy. In the club with my homies. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> no, that's white people's favorite Usher song. That's oh, that's all they know. <laughs> In the club with my homies. <laughs> oh man. Shout out oh, my, my dogs, God. man. I know if they hear this shit, they're gonna laugh. <laughs> nice. Gotta love that shit. 
Uh, oh man, you're not wrong, you though, think man. What you think of it? You know, okay. So I was of two minds of it because when we were here talking about that, quite a few people over here. For me, I think it started a little slow, and it's not the fact that it's the music or his performance or anything. It was honestly the stage. It's the fact that he had such like small stages right away, and it was like his initial dancing was right on the field. That's kind of like. Did they cheap out on the platforms? So for me, it was just a little distracting because I'm, I was ready for like a big spectacle right away. However, once he really got going, I was all about it. So I think about the time he got to the big stage, once the roller skates went on, I was flipping out. I'm like, oh, here we go. This is that, whoo, that down south shit, R&B. Mm-hmm. And I love, I mean, I think his guest stars were, you know, predictable, but perfect. You you mm-hmm. have to have Lil John. You have to have Ludi. You have to have Alicia. Mm-hmm. I know everybody wanted Bieber, but come on, man. Like, I was not expecting Bieber. I know you at you wanted Bieber more than anybody else. I mean, Honestly, I fuck with the Biebs, but I know you I'm did. cool without him. I'm like, fine without him. I fuck with people him, but were, yeah. People were legit pissed that he didn't show up. That and news came out that he asked Bieber to be a part of it. Bieber was yeah. like, I'm not really about that. And I'm mm-hmm. kind of like, Bieber is also his own show, guys. Like, I know Usher yeah. is like that's his guy, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't blame Bieber and be like, no, if you want me out there, it's my show. He's that big. So that was fine. But yeah, Usher can still fucking go. That dude moves like butter in his, what how old is he, 45? Like, he's in his 40s. How old he is. He's in his 40s, and I'm like. He's forever 27. <laughs> exactly. He looks like he hasn't missed a fucking beat. I know he's got his stage show in Vegas and shit, so that dude's got the energy and like I said, just a lot of flavor. You got a lot of flavor in this show. And I saw all the fucking TikToks and all these people would just, as soon as fucking Lil John goes turned down for what? Everyone started losing their fucking minds and shit. Like, it was a fucking party. So that's what you want from your halftime show. I thought it was very good, if not a spectacular show. I thought it was really good. Like, it's I, I couldn't ask for more than that from someone like Usher. So I have no problem with it whatsoever. I was just... At first, like, is he going to do this on the grass the whole time? That's a little weird. But then it all kind of opened up. You saw what he was going for. A lot of costume change. A lot of work. Mm-hmm. And I think some skater busts her shit in the background, too. So that was like, oh, fuck. So I don't know if you even caught that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, you saw that. You saw that. Mother- she went on TikTok, and she's like, yeah, that was me. I, I was the, guy, the girl who fell on the skates behind him. And I was like, I didn't even see that at first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I saw the replay. I go, oh, fuck, she busted her shit back there. So... Yeah, there was also a motherfucker skating on their head. That shit was crazy. Oh, yeah, I saw that shit. Like, I don't know how y'all do that. That's nuts, man. So I can never bash anybody who's doing a bunch of shit that I will never have the spinal cord or bone density to ever pull off. So kudos to you. Kudos to Usher. I don't know what they're going to do next year, but a lot of people want to switch off of, like, rap and hip-hop and r and I'm not one of those people. I said, let's go all the way and bring Wu-Tang out. Please, let me get a Wu-Tang show. Wait, wait, where, where's the next Super Bowl? Oh. We are in the Cedar Superdome in New Orleans. New Orleans. Bring out Wayne. Bring out Wayne. Yes. Little Wayne. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, woo, woo, woo. Yes. That's the problem is it's literally the next two Super Bowls after that are both in California. One's at Levi Stadium 2025, SoFi Stadium, LA 2026. So we're just getting all these hot-ass Super Bowls, like I said. But Superdome, that's a great location for it. So yeah. I'm down. But yes, bring Wayne. Oh, yeah. Yes. Give him the whole show. Yeah. You know, you probably get Nikki. You, Drake. I was gonna, you might get Drake. You might. Can I get a just a trio headliner? Just those That's three? Young That's money. all I need. That's it. Mm. We'll see. But that was a good show. That was a good show. So other things that happened this past weekend, 
we'll pivot to the NBA because it was a big NBA All Star weekend, folks. In case you didn't know, or and, was it? Or was it? <laughs> I know this man was talking about it. Only thing I'll say about the All Star weekend because I rarely watch it more than just a dunk contest or the three point shooting. The the game itself is like kind of a joke for me. But whatever. It was the East won. They beat the West two eleven to one eighty six. <laughs> Hey, what the like, fuck? What is that fucking game? What is the point of that game? However, our guy Damian Lillard, All Star MVP, and the three points contest a winner again. So good for him. Love that he got that credibility because love that he's in Milwaukee. And honestly, great for him. Uh, slam dunk contest. Yeah, I mean Matt McClung won it again. The guy we talked about this time last year, who has played a total of four NBA games, ended up dunking over Shaq and winning back to back titles and. Yeah, it's just not the dunk contest of yesteryear like I like, but that's neither here nor there. But this man has a lot of opinions about the All-Star Weekend, or lack thereof, as he says, and I definitely want to know what you think about this past weekend, sir. I thought there was um, some good. I really am good. But this is weird, though, because I'm already going to go into my rant. Why the fuck am I enjoying a skills competition and a three-point shootout more than I'm enjoying a dunk contest in an actual basketball game. Ooh, like, why question. is that even a thing? Why is that even true? I don't know. I don't know. And that should tell you everything about today's All-Star Weekend. That shit is some bullshit. I fucking hate <laughs> that shit now. First of all, y'all fucked up the dunk contest uh, when y'all robbed Aaron Gordon twice. Oh, yeah. That's a ridiculous thing. And then before that, that shit was dead. <laughs> yeah, totally dead. That shit was dead since maybe Nate Robinson and Dwight Howard. I was going to say. <laughs> I was in seventh grade. The seventh. The seventh. Oh, man. I love Nate Robinson, so, dude. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is wrong with the NBA. and it's, I don't know. Okay, well, I don't know why stars won't want to participate in it. Like, mm. I don't know. Like, if I were to make a dream dunk contest, I have, like, a Zion Williamson. Yes. Um, I'll have, like, maybe... Maybe Giannis. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yo, why not? I mean, he be getting up. He just don't do he'll, no crazy shit. But I think Giannis would be nice. Giannis will smash a fucking. He'll break the backboard if you let him. Low key, <laughs> I want to see LeBron in a dunk contest. We've been saying that for a long time. Because I think he can still do it at this age and win and pull yes. off like actually really good dunks. You know how I know? Because this motherfucker will have a dunk contest by himself in warmups and get all fifties. <laughs> I promise you, they were all fifties. <laughs> Yes. You do some throw it off the backboard, double pump behind the back. Like, what the fuck? That was like, that was like 18, 19, 20 year old LeBron. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. If he was getting that like that back then and never, oh my God. But anyway, I digress. Uh, Sabrina and Steph, they were stroking that bitch. Pause. Hell yeah. Woo! Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, crazy well, yes, because, you're right. Uh, Sabrina probably would have torched a lot of them dudes that shot in the regular three-point contest. I ain't gonna lie to you. Most of them. Most of them. Yeah. She's yeah. so good. Yeah, she, yeah. And next year, Caitlin Clark probably be in that bitch. Fuck yeah, dude. I was saying yeah. the same thing. I want to see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Wow. We're getting excited about shooting. What has the world come to? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Because the dunk contest was complete ass. I ain't gonna lie. Like, yeah. you got Jalen Brown dunking over Kai. Right. Sinat. He he wasn't even standing. Kaiser right. five six. <laughs> <laughs> you made him you made a five six dude sit in a chair. Right. So he's three feet tall. <laughs> oh dude, what the fuck, man. I didn't get it either. I didn't get it at all. Um 
Yeah, shit just don't make sense no more. Sense don't make. Sense don't make. <laughs> and sense I know they don't. I don't know. I know you can only get so creative with dunks, but it's still like there's a no. lot of talent that you can still do some shit we haven't seen before. But now but, it's just kind of the same gimmick. Honestly, over like, and if, over. If you, how should I say this? It's okay if you do the same style of dunk as somebody else. Sure. But big pause, as long as you throw that bitch down hard. <laughs> big pause. <laughs> exactly. You need the velocity, bro. Like, like, for example, when Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine were going back to back, Zach Levine basically did the same style of dunk that Aaron Gordon did just without the prop, and he threw it down almost as hard or just as exactly. hard. Pause. Yep. Pause. Uh, a lot of pauses tonight. <laughs> yeah. So, like, if you you if you want to do a Vince Carter and put your whole forearm through the rim, do that. Just make sure you throw that bitch down hard. Pause. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I don't care if you're doing the same thing. Just where's the flash? Where's the style? There's no sting to this shit anymore. It's just okay. Now we're jumping over. We're jumping over Shaq now, and now we're. I mean, we'll just jump over Dwight, everybody at this point, right? But say Dwight Howard jumped over Ikea once. Like it didn't matter. Like. Oh, that was Blake. Was some, oh, was Blake? Oh, you're right. That was Blake. Blake, Blake, the, Blake. Same, the same dunk contest as the Superman shit with Dwight Howard? Was that a different even, one? No, that was a different one. I think that was a different, different one. one. Okay. Well, but Blake Dwight Howard did that twice. Dwight Howard did that twice, though. Dwight Howard did that twice. You're right. So all I'm saying yeah. is, you know, Dwight Howard brought a fucking phone booth out there, but a Superman cape on. Like, there was some style to this yeah. shit. There was a story to be told. That's yeah. that's all fucking I'm looking for. JaVale McGee dunking in two rims. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Where's the creativity? Yeah. That's what I want to see. Not just can I dunk over one person? Okay, we've seen it. There's a, now let's there's take so many someone tall who's five foot six, put him in a chair, and jump over him. Right? Like what the fuck? No, 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 no. So I get that. It's they need to change a lot of that. And honestly, I'm glad you brought up LeBron because I still think he's a catalyst, especially as he's getting close to the end of his career. If LeBron signs up for a dunk contest, you're getting stars to sign up for him. Point blank. They don't do it. And I said this before, and I know Stephen A. Smith has said the same thing. I don't put the whole thing or blame on LeBron like Stephen A. did. But I do agree that LeBron not doing it sets a precedent for other major stars not wanting to do it. Because they're like, what's the point? LeBron doesn't do it. Why should I? If LeBron does it, some of those big-ass stars, Giannis might fucking go and do it. So I Zion think will he, probably do it. Exactly. We probably yeah. have the real all-star dunk contest that we've been waiting for years to have, but I think you need LeBron. I don't think you get them without LeBron being there. So yes. No, I, I actually agree with that point. Yeah, like, it sucks that it has to be like that, and honestly, I don't see him ever doing it just because he's almost no. done, but yeah. I, he totally could compete, even if it's just, like, for fun. Doesn't mean he has to win the damn thing. No. I know he wants to. LeBron be doing some shit in-game where I'm like, you're not supposed to be doing this at 40 years old. <laughs> Like you should not be able to take off damn near free throw line and dunk over somebody. No. At 40 years at old. Right. So if he can do it, bro, come on, LeBron. Just let's see one. I'm asking for one contest. Just one. Do it next year. If Bronny ends up in the fucking like in the league, let LeBron and Bronny be in the in the fucking dunk contest. Father Yo, and son. Let's everybody go. would watch that shit. It'd be the highest rated dunk <laughs> contest of all time. And it could fucking suck. And everyone in their mom would watch that. They would market the yeah. shit out of that. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding? That would sell out. Do they even sell out the All-Star game? I don't even know. But the that first time would in NBA s- history. It'd be a no-brainer. So mm. I want to see it. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm down. Let's mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, it ain't going to happen. It's never going to happen. 
You know Black what I want to see though? Oh, what do you want to say? Right before we move off, something that's just fucking dumb that just popped up in my mind. I would love to see a Curry shoot off. You get Dell, Steph, and Seth. Oh, I like that. I like that. They all can stroke that bitch pause. Nah, so you can't walk away from it. That's hilarious. Oh my god. But I even along those lines and like the Steph and Sabrina thing, I like that we're having like showcases now. So a curry shoot off would be interesting. LeBron and Bronny, interesting. There's a lot you can do that are like gimmicky yo, like that. No one is out shooting the curries. <laughs> oh god, no. No, 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 no. It'll be like, like it'll be like 30 to 32. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, but like, for example, give me a dunk contest that's like half NBA, half and one. Street ball. Give me some street ball. Give some like some cred to all these fucking hoods. We keep Bringing up in the NBA because everyone, you know, get some guys from Rucker Park. I don't care. I bet you they can get some of the NBA guys run for their money on the dunk contest. Let me see some shit like that. Put the Globetrotters in there. I don't care. Make it a spectacle. Make it an entertainment factor, not just the same shit we're doing every year. And we can say the same thing for the NFL because at least they're doing something different. Most of it still sucks, like fucking flag football and all that shit. But damn it, at least it's something different. That's all I'm saying. Just. If you're not going to change, like, the rules or the stakes for it, give me some showcases that you don't see. You can only see it at the All-Star Weekend. You know what I mean? Like, shit you won't see any other place. That's what I want. That'd be fucking dope. And I would love to see the fucking All-Star game be competitive again. Like, Hell I miss yeah. when Kobe used to just lock LeBron up for no reason and then block his shot and then Fuck come back yeah. on the other end and hit a fadeaway in his face. Like, Love it. Oh, Love it. man, that shit does not happen anymore. I mean, we've no. seen a couple of competitive games over the past few years. Like, um, uh, you know how when they changed the rules to where, like, uh, players drafted their own teams? and then, Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, that was cool. And then uh, yeah. during the game, they played it, like, Kobe style at the end where you had to hit a certain point. Yeah. Like, it was that was competitive. Like, That's something. I want to see shit like that where you're showcasing talent, but at the same yes. time still keeping the game competitive. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. So little things like that can go a long way for, like you said, a weekend that honestly just hasn't been really that entertaining in years. Uh, I mean, it's just facts. Sorry, yeah. people. Just Bring back the horse competition. Something. Oh, fuck yeah, oh, dude. Something. Like, something fun like that. But yeah. the way we're going now, it's just... Uh... The casual is not really going to give a shit, dude. So Yeah, and stop robbing Aaron Gordon, please. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, I can't I can't handle that because Levine's my guy, too. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Gordon should have fucking won that dunk contest. At least one of them. At, At least, least one of one them, of dude. Them. Like, come on. Gordon was miles ahead of everyone else in that fucking competition. I don't know how he didn't win that shit, but that's a robbery in history that we had to have to deal with. That's how it go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But switching gears this past weekend, we did make some shot bets off camera because we want to talk about it last week didn't happen but ufc 298 is in the books folks and we want to talk about the results because we do have some shot bets and i lost quite a few of these as i tend to fucking do and i even have <laughs> listeners now who have brought that up to my attention it's like you know you keep losing these fucking shot bets right and i go yeah i know i'm really good at picking shit when shots aren't on the line but when they are on the line i lose my fucking mind I don't know what it is. However, I want one caveat for this one. When we made these shot bets, I was already drunk. So I did no research, and you picked your four, and I said, fuck it. Just give me the off on everything else. And I didn't think about it twice until the next day, and I go, oh, what did I do? Oh, fuck. Oh, no, 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 no. no. So, yeah, I'm going to have to pay for it. 
And just to keep things very festive, I got my new Cancun shot glass. Hey. And I got my tequila. So Ooh, tequila, 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 tequila. Because I can't let the island go just yet. So that's what I'm going to do. Again, you just manifest these boxing gloves out of nowhere. I never see you put them on. They just appear. It's quite interesting how you do that. <laughs> uh, but yes, let's get into it. So first line of the card, I will admit, I don't even know these guys very well at all. So I didn't do a shot bet on this one. No, we, were we, talking about, we can skip that one. Anthony Hernandez defeated Roman Kapilov. And it was a honestly a decent fight. I, I liked it. Rear neck yeah. and choke. Yeah. Anthony Hernandez in the second round. Hey, good yeah. for him. But since yeah. there's no shot bets and I don't have a lot of history for these guys, hey. I would have lost this one. You probably would have lost. See, I should have made a shot bet just for a wild card on that one, and I think you would have lost that one, but it's fine. We'll move on to a much more interesting fight. That's Henry Cejudo and Rob Devalishvili. So this was a spicy fight on the card. I was very much looking forward to it because I like both these guys. And, man, oh, man, these guys went to war, and I really liked it. First round, I mean, both guys just – Big leg kicks right away. So Hudo had a nice left he caught him with. Plea has a whistle. Uh, Devalishvili, you know, got, got, got a takedown. He's going for takedowns a lot in this fucking fight. You know, so Hudo gets out of it, but he's getting tagged with rights and lefts. Uh, sorry, Devalishvili. I'm going to Rob. Rob is easy Rob, to say. Yeah, 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 so Rob is just getting them with his fucking hands, though. And so Hudo's yeah. got a couple takedowns of his own. So the very first round, you know, pretty even. So Hudo, I think, had a little more control over it. Marab's getting up, but Cejudo's doing a lot of cage control, pushing it up against the cage. You know, that was about the end of that round. You know, I thought Cejudo kind of edged out on a point there, 10-9. Uh, Cejudo comes out second round, you know, nice left, nice leg kick. You know, gets a mm-hmm. takedown too right away. And Marab mm-hmm. is, you know, he's on that back foot a little bit, but he's he's getting pressed against the cage, and they start getting some really good exchanges. And then Marab gets this nice right-hand counter, Nice little combo on him, and Cejudo's, you know, a little tagged up there. Mm-hmm. You know, Cejudo's kind of fighting bad, but Marab is starting to get more takedowns, starting to get those points now, you know. So, you know, Cejudo's trying to get his really good defense by Marab. So I really like that Marab kind of stiffened up, paused. God damn it, I walked into that one too. But Marab controlled a lot of that. I was going to say control the position, and that's another pause too. Yeah, but <laughs> I think Marab got round two. Again, I, get, I did a 10-9 for Marab. And then uh, uh, Marab really turned it on round three. Had Cejudo against the cage, you know, kind of turned the tables on him. You know, Cejudo got out, some more leg kicks. You know, actually, this is a lot of leg kicks in this fucking round as well. Uh, Marab with some good combos. You know, he's just throwing, you know, Marab's throwing Cejudo everywhere along the fucking cage. And most of this was Marab kind of taking over. So Hudo's getting out of out of takedown offenses, but like most of the, the damage was already done. And at the end of it, Marab gets a unanimous decision. And that's one shot I have to take because I had Suhudo because I really like Suhudo coming into this just because I know his power and I know he's a two division uh, champion, you know, previously. So, but Marab has been on a tear too. So this is going to be like a 50 50 for me. Marab ends up with the win on this one. What did you think of this fight, sir? Why well, I pour my fucking shot? <laughs> I thought, um, you know, I thought Cejudo probably landed the biggest strike, like the heaviest strike in yeah. this fight. He was rocking him. Um, but I thought Marab just outfought him in every point of MMA. Yeah. He outstruck him. 
he out wrestled him. Mm-hmm. Big time. Only thing he didn't do was uh, finish him. But uh, for in my honest opinion, in that three round fight, I thought Marab won all three rounds. Mm, that's fair. I only had him losing one just by one point. That's about it. But I can see why you would think all three. Honestly, like I, I don't think yesterday who'd have landed that big left. I think it was right. That's um, really it. That was the only yeah. real difference for me. Yeah, I mean, Cejudo didn't. He, I mean, he wasn't bad. I, I, I just feel like Marab was more effective and landed yeah. more and controlled uh the center of the octagon. Yes, absolutely. Um, more than Cejudo did, and I thought it was a clean sweep for Marab. Uh, this was, in my opinion, I told my friend this before uh the fight card even started. I told him like, "Yo, Marab is the easiest pick today. He's going to wipe the floor with Cejudo because Cejudo." thinks he's still in his prime. His ass retired in his prime. <laughs> Tried to come back. Took two L's in a row, bro. Yeah. Just stay retired, man. That's just, just tough. Stay retired. He should have went out on top, bro. You're going to fuck around and get knocked out by, like, Kai Car France or something. Oh, that's going to be the real nail in the coffin at that point. Some shit. I don't know what's going on. Somebody going to knock his ass out. Yeah. I was going to say, I think Cejudo stays high enough in the rankings to get another big opponent who I also think will probably put his lights out. And that's like a song you dong. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking with Song You Dong. So I'm like, that's somebody where I think he you know, the Undertaker is coming for him when it comes to his career. Yes. And that's and, just that's the name of the game, bro. And can I just say, like, I fucking hate the way Henry Cejudo talks shit. <laughs> he is the yeah, yeah. he's the king of cringe, like for real. I uh, like I normally <laughs> like dudes that talk shit. Yeah. Like Loki, I like Sean Strickland because he'd be talking shit. Of course you do. Uh, <laughs> but like dudes like him and Kobe Covington, I'm like, yo, just shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Mm-mm-mm. So Marab, I mean, it's already been decided he does get the next Bantamweight title shot against Sugar Sean O'Malley or Cheeto Vera. It's gonna be sugar, it's gonna be O'Malley people. Come on now. Yeah, but yeah. that is going to be an interesting fight. We will definitely cover that whenever that's announced. Because I know Sugar Sean is he two ninety dollars, he get you see three hundred. I'm imagining 300. No, I think it might be 299. It might be. Let me double check that one. I think it is 299. Yeah, because it's Pajeda and uh, 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 Jamal Hill. Ah, that's right. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that, but I, that's a, that's tough. That's a tough one for me, at least. But you're right. 299 main event is O'Malley and Vera. So, yeah, that's probably going to be down the line if that's going to happen for Marab. We'll see if it's going to happen this year because you know how that goes in the UFC. But mm-hmm. that'll be a fun fucking fight. Now, moving on into another interesting fight with a guy on the on the hot rise and a personal favorite. Ian Gary has been climbing the rankings, smashing the division. But this man and I, we both like Jeff Neal. We do like him. I had Gary as the pick. He had Neal as the pick. However, I do like Jeff Neal's game a lot. But go ahead and talk about this one, and I will go ahead and take a shot for the last fight here. Um. Okay, that was for the last fight. Okay, I got to take one for this fight, actually. Um. So with this oh, fight... Tequila. Nah, tequila, tequila. Ah. So Ian Gary won by split decision. Uh, But even though I had Jeff Neal, in my honest opinion, I thought this, this was a UD. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought Ian Gary fought beautifully. Yeah, it wasn't exciting, but the way he managed the distance with his kicks... Mm. Uh, the way he landed his combinations and got in and out of the uh, uh, strike zone for Jeff Neal. Like, yeah. he fought a very calculated fight, 
And he went out there, I believe, with the mentality of I'm just a better stand-up fighter than Jeff Neal. Yeah. And I'm going to show the world that I am. And he showed mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Neal couldn't get inside to land his combinations. Uh, he landed he landed some, but it yeah. wasn't enough. Like, it was nowhere near close what Ian Gary was landing on him. Uh, right. Ian Gary was landing some vicious kicks. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely see the similarities uh between his game and like an Israel out of Sonya. Oh yeah. Uh they trained together before uh, it was actually recently and I definitely see what Ian Gary picked up on uh the point fighting, the stance switching. Yeah. All that stuff. I like from a a striker's point of view, I really appreciate that because like when you're in the gym doing this, like you really know, you know. You know. And you, <laughs> you appreciate the beautiful things in sports. And I thought Ian Gary fought beautifully, even though I picked against him. <laughs> I'll definitely give you that. And I do agree. I, this was split. And for Jeff Neal, honestly, it was, it was the first round. That was really what I saw because he was trying to end it early. And I think he knew, like, he knew. if you let Gary kind of keep building momentum, he's going to end up outpointing you at the very least if he doesn't knock you out completely. But I thought Neal looked actually really fucking solid in the first round. The yeah, leg yeah. kicks were adding up, and you could see Gary was, like, struggling to recover from that. And yeah. Gary couldn't get anything really significant in that first round. And Neil yeah. was putting a lot of pressure on him. And then Gary cracked him, and then kind of momentum switched. So yep. I thought, Neil, if anything, that's... if he got any round, it was the first round. But honestly, yeah. yeah. I don't mean to cut you off, but that's exactly why I can't give the first round to Jeff Neal. Because Ian Gary landed the most significant shot of that round. Nah, no matter like the knee, yo. yeah, and no matter like, yeah, Jeff Neal landed those leg kicks, cool, sure. but the most significant damage dealing shot was landed by Ian Gary. Yep, that's what the judges remember is what do they stick out and say that was the big shot? Yeah, Ian Gary's just he's tricky and slippery like that where he will fuck you up in a really tight window. So like that's something to really be concerned with down the line. I yeah. thought. With Ian Gary, and I, again, I really like what I'm seeing from him. He is growing into his role. He's starting to pick up little tricks and tips and shit. However, especially looking at the future here, I think some cobwebs still need to be shaken out for Ian Gary. And it's just because, like you said, he tends to stagnate a little bit. It's only when he's like with another striker like this where he's trying to figure it out, and he still can put your lights out real quick. No, no, no. He's, he's not figuring it out. What he's doing is he's managing the distance. Ah, that's what you mean. Using his kicks to keep the distance because he's pause 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 pause. he's longer than a lot of dudes in the division (laughs) right no way around that one (laughs) yeah so like he's using his strengths to his maximum advantage as you oh sure yeah i I totally understand so that's why you know he's standing back and looking like he's not doing much but the thing is the other guy has to come engage in order for him to do something. When there's that much distance, it's because the other guy knows, okay, this guy could put my lights out at any given moment, so I have to be very careful the way I enter in the the, the fire zone, or else I'm going to get clipped by some kicks, which oh, yeah. Jeff Neal witnessed. Which, is, and I totally agree with that. My point is about, like, if you're going to leave it to the judge's hands, like, there's got to be a little more activity, because that's what, again, we're looking. they're looking for the big effective shots. They're looking for what's standing out. So if we're doing a lot of I call calculating, you call you managing distance. If someone a little bit tougher than a Jeff Neal is getting some more significant shit, that can make or break a fight. And that's what I'm saying is as Gary's going up in rankings here, he's going to start running to these guys who are a little more multidimensional with that shit, who aren't going to be as afraid of that distance. And 
This is where like you can slip up a little bit. Like who? Name Let's me a look couple at the guys. Rankings. Let's look at the rankings. Mm-hmm. Name me a couple guys. So if he is, and I'm not, and I'm not at all an Ian Gary fan. If those, I know guys, you're not. I know you're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can see a guy like, uh, like just I don't, I don't have the rankings. CJ, yeah, yeah. But uh, just off the top of my head, a couple guys that I can see giving Ian Gary problems is uh, Vicente Luque. Sure. Um, because of his knockout power and his submission game. Yep. Um, and then um, Shavkat. I was literally, I have my thing hovered on Shopcat. I was about to say Rachmanov, yeah. And honestly, I'd say Bilal Muhammad is a problem for him too. Like Bilal Muhammad, I think Bilal's gonna have to wrestle because yes, Bilal's gonna get pieced <laughs> up. I'm sorry, he's he gonna get pieced up. up with the hands and with the feet. But, but Bilal has wrestling to wrestle. Is, yes, his wrestling is is great though. So that's what I'm saying is you have these dudes who are at the top here, and I think Rachmanov is actually the big one that sticks out to me. Going like that's someone who can get you anyway. So yeah. that's where I need to see a little oh, bit more from Garrett. I got one more. Yeah. Kamaru Usman. Oh, yeah. You can't forget about Usman, man. Yeah. I think Usman will beat Aaron Gary. Right. And we're not even talking about Leon Edwards because. Yeah. 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 That, that's Leon somebody. Edwards. Yeah. We're not talking that's about the champ. Different levels. Different levels yep, here. Different levels. But that's what I'm saying. Gary, I mean, he's number six now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. those he's are some up. big guys in front of him. And now he has called out Kobe Covington, which I think is. Oh, he'll fuck him hysterical. up. Hysterical. <laughs> Hysterical. I am, fuck I am praying for that fight. Oh my God. I would absolutely love it. I would love it. Like Covington needs that kind of humbling because Gary will ace him. It'd be over yeah. <laughs> quickly, quickly too. Yeah, so yeah. I think, like, entertainment wise, that might be the next Ian Gary fight if we're getting Kobe for him. I fucking hope it is. I hope he, it really is. He's gonna fucking knock him out. That when you talk about like the beginning and the end, I think that would be it for Kobe. Like no, that's the start and the end of the end. That's yeah, that could be finished <laughs> right there. Cause yeah, someone as young as Ian, all that talent, Kobe's not ready for that shit, bro. I don't care. I don't care what he says. So like and I see Gilbert Burns at four, you know. Oh Burns, yes, that's a good one. You know, I think that's that'd be someone a very else tough was, fight for Ian Gary. Yeah, but so you can't really overlook Burns either. I know he's got some L's on his wrist, but honestly, I would never bet against Burns. That dude's no. a monster. He's yeah, a monster. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all, you know, that right there is your top five. You're right in front of him. So there's some people he's going to have to just add, keep adding those little tricks to get past them. So I think it's definitely getting tougher now. But And I said Vicente Luque, who's lower in the rankings. Much lower, yeah. Luque is at 10. So, yeah. yes. But that's, again, that's a I would say it's a trap game, if anything. Like, doesn't matter yeah. about his ranking. He's yeah. wildly talented. Yeah. So, yeah. I like where Ian's going with it. And, again, I, I'm a knockout guy. I'm not a decision guy. So split decision is like a whatever. But I think a Kobe fight would run just with a doctor yeah. order when you're looking for your knockout. That should be a banger. <laughs> Absolute banger. Do you take a shot? Nope. I'm going to take it right when you finish. Ah, well, I'm done with that. That's that is. Oh, here's that one. That. Yes, I sir. had Jeff Neal. Low key, I did have him by knockout. Lost. Sorry. But Mr. Ian Gary, he fought beautifully. I ain't going to lie to you. The game is coming together, man. Cheers to you. <laughs> Yeah. Now, next up, a fucking barn burner between Paulo Costa and Robert Whitaker. Ooh, your face. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> now, this is a fight between two dudes. Whitaker is someone who is always in the hunt, always in the hunt. And Paulo Costa, wildly talented, but usually runs into an L when he's at his best. So it's it's tough to figure that out. 
and I thought Costa might have been retiring at some point soon, but he's still in here, and he's still fucking going. But this one, I was not sure where it was going to go. I like both these guys. This man had Whitaker. I had Costa. Yep, I did and have Whitaker. Boy, these two did not disappoint, in my opinion. I think no, this fight no. was fight of the night. just – it was a fight of the night for me, honestly. And it was hot right out the gates, dude. It was huge exchange yes. right away. Crowds already on their feet, going nuts. You know, Whitaker's throwing leg kicks. You know, Costa's throwing nasty jabs and hooks. These guys are just spinning looking heel fresh. Kick. Yeah. And that's the, oh, yeah. All of a sudden, oh, my God. That spinning heel kick was amazing. amazing. I don't know how Robert ate that shit. The chin of a fucking granite marble statue. I don't fucking know, dude. You know what's but, crazy, though? Hmm. To think, think about this. Yeah. Paulo's foot didn't put Robert out, but Izzy's fist did. Thank you. What? Like, that's nuts to me. That's nuts to me because Costa hit that clean as a whistle. Yeah, I thought Whitaker. Could... I was almost and like he didn't even Whoa. go down. Nope, he just ate it. Kept going. No, Izzy knocked out Robert Whitaker damn near two times in the same fight. Yep. Oh, you mean the, yeah, the, you want, yeah. yeah, yeah. That man, Izzy double is... hook and oh my lord! But it's always those skinny yo, dudes, man. I'm telling you, those skinny dudes would just fuck I'm up. Saying. It's the leverage we get with our limbs. Yeah, because Paulo Costa is a is a beef. Ball like that's a big old hamster. So yeah, 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 yeah. For someone like oh. Izzy to just a fucking, <laughs> I don't even think I'd get around that one either. <laughs> fucking <laughs> hamster. Um, but yeah, you know, Whitaker had a massive right hand in this first round in the first round too. Yeah, and Costa yeah. took that one too. Costa was eating them the same as Whitaker was. So mm-hmm. both these guys are warriors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Whitaker's coming back with leg kicks. Costa with a nice body shot. Whitaker with a combo like. And then, then yes, the, the spinning head kick right at the end. But saved by the bell, and Whitaker was, you know, still in it. Round two, Kane, and again. He was fresh. He was fresh as a daisy. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. I thought he was going to come out what a little wobbly. What the fuck is going on? I'm like, these are some Terminators in here. I couldn't believe it. Moving, jumping, yeah. <laughs> popping the jab, throwing his combinations good. off, getting in and out. I was right. like, this. Oh, Bobby Knuckles. I even wrote that down. Wits jabs are nasty. That was like those yes. man. Woo! And this point, Whitaker got caught a couple times. And he's bleeding yeah. from his nose and shit. Yep. And he still lands a combo on Costa. I'm like, oh yeah. damn. Damn. Blood flying out of his nose. Yeah. Just, yeah. Everywhere. I was like, this is this is some shit. I fucking loved it. You know, more clean combos. Whitaker's starting to get real good points here. He's just accumulating points. Gets another huge right hand towards the end. And then Costa's like, you know, bring it on, bring it on. I was like, holy yeah. fuck, let's go, let's go. And, you know, another big leg kick, big leg kicks to both guys. And, you know, bell rings. Everyone's going crazy and shit. I'm going crazy. I'm like, oh, my God, dude. You know, third round. And then Costa comes out, nasty right. They're like, oh, my God. And then more leg kick. I mean, this is just leg kicks all fucking night. I fucking loved it. Like, yeah, yeah. those will fuck you up, dude. Yeah. And, you know, Costa's keeping good pressure. Whitaker's still throwing every combo in the fucking book. Costa's eating nasty hooks. And, I mean, these guys are just warriors, just standing in the middle and just throwing, throwing yeah. whatever they could. You know, beautiful work by both guys. Bell rings. Whitaker does defeat Costa, unanimous decision. Mm-hmm. I had kind of the same thing. Just as, as good as Costa looked on some of those really good shots, Whitaker just would not stop. And those combos and jabs and leg kicks were just punishing Costa. For a long time, for most of this fucking fight, and as good as Costa looked, I'm sorry, just Whitaker was the fresher guy, like you said, more significant shit, and he gets the fucking win. And I poor fucking shot for that one too. Like, how did you feel about it, sir? No, man, I think the difference in this fight was uh, footwork. 
Ooh, go and on. Robert Whitaker, uh, coming into this fight, I thought this was going to be an easy pick. I thought Whitaker was going to actually knock out Costa. That's a fair uh, assessment, though. Uh, yeah, I didn't expect round one to end up like that with a spinning <laughs> heel kick and shit. No, I did not expect that shit. <laughs> uh, this is the best I've ever seen Costa, though. I, I'm gonna just throw yes. that in there real quick. I was just gonna say um, that. But the way That's Robert Whitaker, yeah, but the way Robert Whitaker fought in the second and third round, where he was moving around, he was slipping a lot of the punches that Costa was throwing. Um, mm. like it was clear to me, like Robert Whitaker was gonna win this fight. He's a guy. Uh, Def- both footwork defensively and offensively. Um, again, like I said, he was making Costa miss. Yep. And he was landing. That's the art of boxing: hit and don't get hit. That's, That's exactly right. what Robert Whitaker did outside of the first round. Um, I thought Whitaker fought a perfect fight round one and two. You yes. know, you can only, you know, when you go up against a striker like Costa, where he can put your lights out at any at any given moment, mm. um, you are gonna get caught here and there. Because oh, yeah. he did get caught here and there. Absolutely. Um, but Costa got caught more than Robert got caught. Just math. And that was the story of the fight. Defense and footwork. Yes. I re- I am. You're absolutely right. I never even thought about the footwork, but it's so crucial, though. That's the thing. And that goes to show you, like, technique is going to win you fucking fights more than anything. I mean, you can knock somebody out. Yeah. You can be great on no. the ground wrestling. For real. If your technique's got to be on point, though. And is it, If we're being real, Costa is the more physically gifted fighter. Absolutely. It's just Robert but, is a smarter fighter. Yes. Smarter. Yes. Smart fighting. And Whitaker has done this a long time too, people. Let's not forget that. So, yes, I do really like his game. I love that it kind of happened the way it did. Because, like you said, I had Costa winning this shit, but he's taking the L's where I thought he might have been done for him. So, seeing him still kind of come out here and be, like I said, the old Costa, where he's just trying to punish you the whole time, like, that was cool to see. I, I like that throwback a little bit there. Now for the future. The thing is, Whitaker mm-hmm. has a big step coming up. See, in my opinion, I think Sean Strickland deserves a rematch like immediately thing. because the of the way he lost. He lost by decision. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. And that's why um, I think they might go with it. I, I think you do the rematch. Mm-hmm. And then I think you go, um, Whitaker gets the first title shot against the winner of DDP mm. and Strickland. Okay. And then I see. the way Robert looked against Costa versus the way Robert looked against uh, DDP, two totally mm. different fighters. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And I think Robert is ready to avenge that loss. He's looking real good, man. Like, he, like, the hard way to he, argue with it. The way he recovered, like the way he recovered, like, yo, that ass kick would have knocked anybody out. Done. Done deal. Like, yo, the way he recovered is, like, that should not be ignored. <laughs> I definitely agree with that. So I think he's ready to avenge that loss, and I think he has a very good chance of doing so. You really can't bet against Whitaker a lot here. Like, especially only with these Izzy. guys. I was going to say, <laughs> Izzy's the only one I'd be like, uh, probably Izzy. The rest yeah. of these guys, Witt's got a good shot at, at, at any of them. So Even Shemayev. Even Shemayev, I think. So yeah. I'm very interested to see what's next. Because this division is quite stacked. Quite stacked. But now it is. Yeah, now it is. Now it's. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> I needed that so bad. <laughs> but yes, it's going to be fireworks at the top of that division. I'm telling you. Yeah. Speaking of divisions and championships, I will let you talk <laughs> about the main event for the featherweight title with our personal favorite, as always, Alexander Volkanovsky versus this man's 
very highly favored Ilya Topuria, who has been Ooh. a nightmare, an absolute nightmare, undefeated in the featherweight division for the championship. And a reminder, Volk is coming off of very recent losses. So mm -hmm. there's some concern about doing a big title match against a very dangerous opponent like a Topuria. Now, I had Volk in this one. He had Topuria. I'm going to take my shot for this other fight we just talked about while you talk about this featherweight title shot. So, whew. All right, so as y'all know, Ilya Topuria, new featherweight champion. How did it happen? Mm. So, round one, um, if you bet on Volk for this fight, after round one, you had to be concerned because he was on his back foot, pressed up against the cage, uh, and basically fighting like he's trying not to get knocked out. I was concerned as all hell. <laughs> we have never seen Volk fight this way before. No, I was shocked. Normally, Volk is the one pushing forward, pressing that action. Um, immediately after I saw that, I said, yeah, Ilya is going to knock him out. It's only a matter of time. <clears throat> because the way Ilya fights, he presses forward, presses forward. And then when he gets you backed up against the cage, then he throws all of his combinations. And he doesn't throw two, three punches. He throws six, seven, eight, nine. 13 tight punches. <laughs> and they all come with straight heat. If this was no. NBA Jam, his hands are on fire, fire, fire. fire. <laughs> he wouldn't that shit in here. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, oh. watch this fight. He'll go body, body, head, body, body, head, 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 body. Like, what the fuck is going on? Insane so, tank. Insane tank. I mean, in the process, Volk is still a very good, I don't know, championship fighter. Absolutely. Living under a rock. That's what he is. So, there it is. of course, in the process, Ilya was eating kicks and, um, you know, catching some shots coming inside, pause. Mm. But at the end of the day, he said, you know what? I'm going to eat one to give one. That's right. Because that's when right. I give one, people go night, night. And that's Woo! exactly what happened. Ilya Taporia pushed forward, pushed forward. He threw, I believe it was um, a feint to the body. He came up top with a left hook, right hook, left hook, right hook. Boom. Connected. And right when it connected, Volk was out. Cold. Cold. Folded. Done. Um. So shout out Ilya Taporia, man. I I warned everybody about him as soon as he beat Bryce Mitchell. I said, yo, mm. he could have knocked Bryce Mitchell the fuck out. But you know what he did? He submitted him. Because <laughs> he could. Like, like yo. <laughs> And then he was fucking Josh Emmett up. And Josh Emmett oh, ain't yeah. no bitch. No, hell no. Like, Josh Emmett will knock you out, too, a la Bryce Mitchell. Um better in there, yes. <laughs> but, yo, yeah, I thought Ilya Taporia did exactly what I thought he would do. Mm. Executed that game plan to perfection. Um, I do have one thing to say, though. Yes. So, Volk trains with the same coach that Izzy trains with. They train at the same spot. Eugene yes. Berryman. I'm going to need for him to have a more aggressive game plan because you can't just have your fighters coming out here and point fighting and point fighting and point fighting. When you know your fighters are finishers, Izzy mm. finished Robert Whitaker. Like, Izzy Beautiful. finished Costa. Beautiful. And then fucked him in the ass. <laughs> 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 Fucking Volk. Uh. Volk had, Volk didn't finish Max Holloway, but who's going to finish Max Holloway? I'm so glad you said Max Holloway, but I'll get to that later. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? But Volk finished, he damn near finished Brian Ortega. Yeah. He finished uh, Yair. 
zombie. I mean, like, yo, like, big names. The finisher. Absolutely. So, I think you need to get a little more aggressive with your game plan and have your fighters fight on their front foot instead of their back foot. Mm, you're hired. I think you're hired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're absolutely right. And the biggest thing I noticed, and I would, I know you said like in the first round, if you were betting for Volk, that you felt a little weird. I'm going to do you one better. I felt worried for Volk in the first minute. The first minute. Because Topuria came out and he had no fucks. No. And that's the thing about Volk is we've seen plenty of Volk fights and you can say what you want about his height and whatever. He is an intimidating fucking dude in the, mm-hmm. in the cage. Intimidating as fuck. Topuria looked him dead in the eye and didn't blink. And I saw that immediately and I said, oh no. And then, yeah, Volk immediately starts going to the leg kicks, which is already like, yeah, it's not really your thing to start with. You kind of Mix it up a little bit, but he was doing a lot of just almost defensive fighting at first. And Tapurius getting a lot of leg kicks too. Go ahead. Oh no, yeah, but I think he was landing those leg kicks just to get Tapuria out of that orthodox yeah, stance, of course, uh, and try to get him to fight in the southpaw because then he can uh, see the right hand. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I can see that. I think but, that's why he was doing it. But Tapurius still hit him with a big right hand with it, so it like, didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work. That's what I'm saying. But All I see sudden, the vision, like, though. You see the vision. Yeah, you get the strategy, but it's like, yeah. As soon as that shit didn't even work, I was like, oh no, like that's your ace strategy right there. And Tapurius getting several leg kicks of his own, but I mean, Volk was just eating right hands that whole first round. I was like, god damn. And then the second round, yeah. Nasty hooks. I mean, Volk's only getting a couple jabs here and there, but Tapuria is a fucking animal. And I saw a lot of aggression. I saw just a great game plan. And like you said, that fucking last hit, because he was getting Volk up against the cage. You could mm-hmm. tell, like, when Volk gets against back against the cage, he tries to circle against it. And I don't think he saw the left hand coming. Clearly not. Because yeah. he took one circle and left just hook. the left help from God just crushes Volk. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? Like you play? He played right into Tapuria's hands with this shit. Yep. So, and then that's why I was just worried immediately. When all your momentum is going this way, it can only come back this right. way. Just spun him, and I was like, oh no, it was over. Yes, Tapuria is your featherweight champion. Yeah, Volk. I'm not gonna make excuses for Volk because again, he would never want me to. But bro, I I I can only applaud him because that man was taking fights last minute. He was mm-hmm. doing what he needed to do to get his money. He was available when you needed him to be available. Mm-hmm. So I I applaud it. I respect it. But brother, there's a reason they give you like a year for a fight camp. Just saying six months to a year. There's a reason for that shit. You're taking fights on like two weeks notice, bro. Like this wasn't one of those fights. But that shit adds up. That adds up when you get knocked the fuck out within yeah. a one-year period. So And they get knocked the fuck out again. Exactly. Like two times in a row. You get knocked the fuck out. So like that adds up. It adds up, and I think this was the worst timing and the worst opponent because mm-hmm. Topuria is hungry like the wolf. So, you know, it is what it is. I brought up Max Holloway, and I just wanted to say, if there's anyone that could beat Topuria, it's Max Holloway. Styles make fights. Yes, you said it. I was going to say it for you. <laughs> Look, yes. I'm a big fan of Topuria. I'm a big fan of Max Holloway. Because of one reason, they both are phenomenal boxers. Absolutely. And Absolutely. I think, in my God honest opinion, 
I think if this fight between him and Max Holloway happens and it's on the feet, I think Max Holloway outboxes Toporia. I can see it. And I now, think Max Holloway wins. Yeah, but I can go definitely ahead. see that too. So the reason I was happy about Max Holloway is because I want to talk about Tapuria's next challenger. Yeah. And how in my heart it should be Max Holloway. It yeah. should. Hell yeah. Here's why it's not going to be Max Holloway. And unfortunately, Max Holloway. Yep, I know gets, why. Yeah. Just Justin Gaethje next for the BMF title. That piece of shit title that means <laughs> nothing to nobody. Now, Holloway Gaethje has a fight. Fucking love it. I can't mm-hmm. wait to watch that shit. Absolutely. Yeah. Both those styles. Hell, hell yeah. Yeah. But for the BMF title, this is such a waste. I really don't like that. And now I really don't like it because I want Holloway to period next. Yeah. Skip the Gaethje fight. I'm, I'm going to love it, but you can, you can mess with it now. I it want doesn't this mean fight. anything. Oh, it means nothing. I want this fight so much more. So yes. much more. Yes. But you brought up two other guys, and here's the thing. I think one of these two guys is getting the next shot, and that's Yair Rodriguez and Brian Ortega. They fight in Mexico City, I think, next month this or a couple months from now. It's this weekend? Oh, shit. There you go. It's going to be lit. I'm and Roy Val fights Moreno. Yes. Great-looking card. I'm, I'm going to love it. I think the winner of Rodriguez and Ortega is getting to period next. And only because Holloway's not yep. going to be ready for a title fight that quickly. After now, Gaethje. After Gaethje? Gaethje yeah. takes a piece a piece of your soul when you fight Gaethje. So, yeah. as good as Holloway is, I'm sorry. Even if he loses or wins his fight, he's not ready. He's not going to be ready for this. So, I'm hoping. I think Tapuria beats Rodriguez or Ortega, honestly. I, I just think he does. I'm hoping I think- you're going to see Holloway Tapuria down the line here. But we're probably not getting that to at least next year. Minimum. I think he knocks out Ortega. I think he might struggle a little bit with Yair. That one I might I still have to think, think about. Him. I but still yeah, think he I, Yair. I'll, I'll edge pause. Uh, I'll, fuck. Nope, nope. <laughs> I'm go not going to finish saying it. But I would favor Toporia against Rodriguez, but I think he'll struggle with Yair because he's of gonna... <laughs> Yair's he's... creativity when striking. He said he's going to edge but not finish. <laughs> Oh, love it. I love Ooh. it. Set it up. That was a knock it out of the park. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, man. So, yes, I, I do think Holloway deserves a title shot, but I just don't think we're going to get it anytime soon. But here's hoping that we do get to see those two guys down the line. I want to take my last shot, sir, while you give your last words to your adoring fans. Fuck it, tequila. <laughs> man, yeah, fuck that tequila, dude. Uh, My last words... If you're ever out drinking, man, do not order tequila. That shit will creep up on you and fuck your whole night up. In my opinion, if you out drinking, get you some brown liquor. Yes. Some nice brown liquor, man. Nothing hits the soul like that. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. This clear shit with this. Oh, my God. I was drinking margaritas the whole time in Cancun. Honestly, I'm sorry. I take it back. There's one other thing about Cancun that I'm like, this sucks. Ain't nobody got any whiskey. There's no whiskey. There's none. (laughs) There's none. At least not any good whiskey. I was drinking Canadian Club most of the time. I'm like, all y'all got is like blended Canadian whiskey. Y'all ain't got no JMO. Y'all ain't got no scotch. Y'all ain't got none of that shit. Not even none of that No. None of it. That sucked. So I had to drink a lot of tequila because that's all they had. I'm not a, I'm not a big cerveza guy. So I was like, well, I, I saw some margaritas and shit. And they, I, I had some Manhattans and stuff like that. So I found what I needed to find. Honestly, I think going from the margaritas to the Manhattans is what really fucked me up. Because margaritas are basic, you know? Yeah. Manhattans are like a lot of liquor in one cup. And that 
went from zero to 60 for me. So that was the difference between me having a good time at a show and me falling in a pool and dropping my drink inside of it. That's <laughs> that's a two different liquors. That's what that was. Yeah. So, yep. so yes. But uh, my last words are along the same lines. Hey, visit Cancun is a beautiful place to go. Make sure it's all inclusive because that is the move. That's the standard now. And hydrate, please, because I was too hungover on Saturday. I do not have my 21-year-old liver anymore. So Saturday was a fucking mess. I thought I was going to throw up. I didn't throw up, but I definitely had that feeling. The bubble guts all fucking day, and that ruined half my Saturday. So hydrate, people. And also, don't fall for the schemers. Oh, one last thing about the schemers. Here's how fucking sneaky they are. So we went to Island Juarez, and I was telling you, like, they're, they're all over the place. People are just trying mm-hmm. to get your attention, sell you shit. They are this sneaky. So you get a wristband when you go to the hotel and shit, and that's, like, your all-access for everything, right? Yeah. And it's got the hotel name on it. So you go to Island, Island Juarez, and you're walking around. Those dudes out there, they look for your wristband, and they pretend that they know you to get you to come do some shady shit. So some dude walked up and was like, hey, you guys are from this hotel. I remember you. I was your waiter last night. And our racist ass was like, hey, nice to see you. We don't. It took me two minutes to my head and go, wait, we didn't even have a fucking waiter last night. It was a buffet. There was no waiter. They expect you not to know what a different Latino looks like from the next one. Mexicano. Yeah. That's what they are banking on. Uh-huh. And they will get you. So the guy is like, oh, where are you guys heading? And we go, oh, you know, we're just going to this bar to have some drinks. He goes, no, no, no. Come to my grandma's shop over here down this alley. And he's like grabbing you by the hand and trying to get you to go to some random sketchy ass place who probably cut my kidney out or some shit. So be vigilant out there, folks. If you go to Cancun, you go anywhere else on vacation like that, don't let them sweet talk you. They are trained for that shit. And I know it. Because I was like, we're just going to go. We felt really sketchy about it. And I walked down the street. And the next guy on the street goes, same spiel. Oh, hey, I was your waiter at this hotel. And I go, nope, that's what that guy said. We got to go. So they are sneaky. You got to be careful. Mm. Stay in the hotel zone. Don't, if you're going to wander, have a partner. And do not follow those motherfuckers down a dark alley. You never know what's going to fucking happen. Mm. But in the meantime, in between time, make sure you come see us again. Because we'll be back here regularly scheduled programming as we'd like to do and where is that ryan tell them where they can find us you can find us on spotify at the bank bro show you can find us on youtube at the bank bro show mm. and you can also find us on instagram at bank bros show mm. <laughs> mm. i'm with my video on bank bro show on instagram so you can see that yeah. there was no teabagging it was yeah. a light graze I want the people to see it, so there's no misconception about that. But yes, so he claims also, he claims the side of the nut scraped the side of his fade. It was the nape of the neck. It was like a little, like a feather, just like mm. I felt like a the bottom but of the skin. You, that was it. If you've ever, if you ever had one of those Lipton green tea packages and just dipped them in the water, <laughs> that's that's exactly what happened. You feel me? Yeah. We are gonna let the people decide. <laughs> you know what? Let the people decide. I will put the video up. And you let us know what you think. Is it is it teep of the poll? Yes. If <laughs> give us the poll, pause, and let us know is it teabagging or a slight graze? I think the people will have spoken that it is a slight graze, but we'll see. Let them decide. Is it teabag? <laughs> oh my god. 
Make sure you hit the inbox up, the bank bro show at gmail.com. Come see us. Come see our clips. Tell all your friends about us. Like, follow, subscribe. Catch us everywhere we are. And we will see you guys next week with plenty more sports news for you, some more fun stories. And we hope you enjoy all of it. And in the meantime, you know what it is. Bank bros are in your city. We are still here for you. And we Ooh. always will be. Mm. We're still here, baby. Uh-huh. And you can bank on it. Adios, hermanos. One, two, three. Fuck, fuck.